missed a week because i moved and i worked and it was thanksgiving and just no time but we are back we are going to recap everything that happened in week 11 and week 12 give you a preview of week 13 and let you know well i always will let you know all the right things that are going on that you should think about everything so ben let's open up week 11 um so this would have been a couple uh, a couple weeks ago on the eighteenth uh, to the twenty second. Um, you had Thursday night football. You had the Patriots win twenty five to nothing against the Falcons. I remember being upset about that game because I did an alternate spread of Patriots covering a twenty seven and a half point spread. What were uh, they favored by to begin with? Uh, it was like six or something like that. Like so, you just you just you just went too far. <laughs> yeah, just just a little too far. Couldn't have gone with 23 and a half. Had to go 27. Yeah. The odds just were too good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it would have like multiplied my winnings by f- or my uh, original bet by five. So, mm. so uh, it was too tasty. Couldn't have done four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. Uh, Ravens, Bears, Ravens snuck out a 16-13 win versus the Bears. The Ravens haven't looked good the last couple weeks, which they, they really have. they really haven't looked good all season, but they I are mean, considered a top team. They are the number one team in the AFC. So uh, Are they really right now? The number one seed. They, if the playoffs started today, they would have the first round bot. Interesting. I mean, when the, the, well, way they, they, the way they play some of their games, I mean. Yeah, so that's what they just haven't – they look like – see, I don't have any faith in them because it looks like a team that's going to get got in the playoffs. Like they're going to mess around too much and they're not going to be able to overcome whatever. It it reminds me of the Chiefs' second half of the season last year uh, in the regular season, only it's taken course of the entire year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the Packers and the Vikings, the Vikings won 34 to 31, um, which Vegas knew because they had a line that I said, that makes no sense. I guess the Vikings must be winning there. They did. Um, what did you make of that one? Well, I mean, I think, you know, you really break it down. The Vikings, they're a team that they remind me of the Colts. They lose a lot of close games. Um, and so if you look at all the Lions losses, uh, it's like uh, they lost this one by seven, this one by three. So um, it's been a lot of close ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Colts, Colts and Bills, Colts go to Buffalo. They win 41 to 15. Now, I was on the plus seven side of the Colts. How, and I thought we have a chance to win here. But what we saw in this game was complete and utter domination uh from the Colts specifically Jonathan Taylor 
who had five touchdowns. Um, I mean, this game was never even close. I remember I was moving at the time um, and I looked at the score and it was 14, nothing. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And then it was 24 seven. And then it just kept going. There was nothing. Everything was going right in the, in the bad weather. What everyone said that'll benefit Buffalo because they're used to bad weather and the Colts play indoors. Um, and the Colts just completely dominated them. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a much needed win. Uh, you know, you know, you you pull up Buffalo on the schedule, and you know that that looks like a scary game at Buffalo. But the Colts went in there. They they found a they established the running game early, and the Bills really couldn't do much to stop it. And so the that's what the Colts did. And the Colts, you know, they're they're. Secondary might have trouble defending the pass. However, they are very opt- opportunistic in terms of getting turnovers. And um, the offense did a great job capitalizing off those turnovers. Uh, that's, what, that's what resulted in going up 14 nothing. And so, uh, yeah, it was just a good all-around performance by the Colts. You know, that, that's, we know that's the ceiling for the Colts now. Yeah. Yeah, so th- that's the game you look at and you're like, okay, there's something to this team. Maybe they don't get done this year, but I actually have some confidence now going forward. Oh, something. they played the bills and it was like, I think we finally hit our stride. I was waiting on us to hit finally saw a game. And then we'll, we'll finish out week 11 here and we'll get to week 12, but mm-hmm. um, lions Browns Browns won 13 to 10. Um, very close game with the lions. Um, yeah, again, I'm not entirely sure on what in the world happened there. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, I remember texting you in the middle of that game and just saying like, this is horrendous by the Browns. Absolutely horrendous. There's no reason this game should be close. The Browns were awful. The Lions started a quarterback who was a awful quarterback in college. How he made it to the NFL is anyone's guess, but and you know, he, it's not like, you know, oh, he was off on college and came out in his first start and actually played pretty well. No, he he threw two ugly interceptions. And uh the the Browns couldn't do anything. I I don't get it. The Browns are dead. I don't think they're making the playoffs, which is really sad because this was a very talented group. Yeah, I would say I have to agree with you. I don't think they're going to even make the playoffs, and this is a team that people were talking about maybe taking a step to get to the conference championship this year. But some um, people were saying Super Bowl. Well, like, I, I mean, if, I, if people are saying conference championship, they got a one and two shot at Super Bowl. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know, but, I mean, the expectations widely were a playoff win, probably two. One of like, the two best teams in the AFC. Yeah, but well, it's like you know, some teams can get that easy pass to the conference game and then get wrecked when they get there. I mean, people when they were talking Cleveland Super Bowl, they were saying this is the t- team to beat. This is like a top three team in the league. I never bought it for a second, but you know, I thought they'd be better. I don't. I, mean, I don't I think I was. Really thought they would be better. I, I don't. I don't think I was saying Super Bowl, but I thought they'd be better than this. Yeah, I, I I thought they'd be better too. I thought it was just going to be, honestly, I thought it was a one and done playoff appearance. If I'm being honest, 
Uh, I thought they got an easy draw last year playing Pittsburgh in the in the first round. Um, and so I'm like, you know what? I think they're going to get knocked down a peg. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to get rolled. Um, but now this is just this is just embarrassing up to that up to this point. I don't think Baker's getting that contract extension. If I'm being honest. Uh, I, here's the only thing, Ben, um, I think it's really hard if you're the Brown, think of what the Browns were for our entire lives, like a quarter century, like forever. That is fair, but here's the thing. And and when, and Baker came and they won a playoff game. And I think even if he's not the best, I think it's very hard for the organization to say, well, we recognize that he's not as good, so we're just going to hope that we land another one and we don't spend another 40 years just rotating quarterbacks in and out. Well, here's my question. Like, how much amount of credit do you give Baker for this turnaround? Because I I don't give him hardly any. Oh, good. I know you don't. You're insane. This – team is a phenomenal roster and the fact that we're talking about this team missing the playoffs you, you this, gotta be year, this year's different baker's hurt i don't know why he's playing i mean look look, look. if he's hurt that bad then you know as a head coach you gotta make the decision you know what case keenan probably gives me the best chance to win i know and that's that's what i'm this- saying i don't know why baker's playing yeah well, he's playing for his contract, but if you ask me, he's you know worsening his chances at a contract. That's I again. That's why I don't know why I don't know why his agent hasn't stepped in. I don't know why the coach hasn't stepped in. I don't know. I don't know why Baker is playing because he's clearly too hurt to be playing. He's his his he's. Uh, I mean, I guess he's not. He can still play, but his injury is hindering his ability to be effective. Like Baker is a better quarterback than Case Keenum, but Case Keenum is a better quarterback right now because Baker is so hurt. He's got what fifty? He's got what a foot, ankle, knee, uh, labor. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, he's all banged up. I don't know why he's playing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's come back. He's looked terrible these last two games. He's been back like. Clearly, I either, either, um, either the when he had the surgery, they uh, you know, fixed his finger and then extracted all of his talent, or he's too hurt to be playing right now. Like, I don't understand, it's it's the same thing. Well, well, I I would not say it's the exact same thing because Seattle's roster is much worse. Um, yeah, but I don't need you making excuses for Russell Wilson and not, and then crushing Baker for the same exact thing. I will do that because Russell Wilson has nothing and Baker has everything. No, but you, you're making an excuse. It's the same exact thing. As far as both of them are not playing well, both of them are hurt and should not be playing. Uh, honestly, if Gino you give Smith me... was doing better with this Seahawks team than Russell Wilson is right now. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not sure that's 100 percent accurate. I mean, it is. I watched the games. <laughs> I... The, I, the the game against Washington the other night, Seattle never had a chance. 
What are you talking about? It was tied going to halftime. They lost by two. It, you didn't watch the game. That game was dominated by Washington. Washington, like, there was never a point in that game where you thought, Seattle might win this. Mm-hmm. Well, he, here's what I know. I know if you were to take the two quarterbacks and switch them right now, Baker Mayfield's going to get so hurt that he's going to be, you know, you know, carried off the field in a cart while Russell Wilson will actually be able to win some games. Well, let's also keep in mind that Russell Wilson's injury is different from Baker's and the fact that it's just his finger. Like Baker's old body is hurt. The, the, oh, oh, but I thought it was the same. I thought I thought it was literally the same thing. The same, you know, the it's the same the concept. The Neither of them. It's the same concept. Neither of them should be playing. <laughs> They're both too hurt to be playing. They're both ineffective right now because of their injuries. That's but where I it's the same. But I can't be hard on Russell Wilson if I'm going to be hard on Baker Mayfield. That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying be hard on Russell Wilson if you're going to be hard on Baker Mayfield. I mean, look, if, if Russell shouldn't be playing, then he shouldn't be playing. I mean, but I, I watched games with Geno Smith. Geno Smith couldn't score. And see how – Either can Russ. Exactly. So to say Geno Smith is better, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I mean <laughs> – I mean, Russ, Russ got shut out against Green Bay. Okay. Yeah, let's put Russ, let's put Geno Smith against the best team in the league right now, arguably. Let's see how Geno Smith does, okay? I, I, I saw Geno Smith on Monday Night Your Football. argument is that Geno Smith can't score, and literally Russell Wilson did not score any points. Okay, Geno Smith, Monday Night Football against the Saints. The Saints who are a joke, a dead play – a team that's out of the playoffs. The Saints have a good defense. <laughs> oh, oh, they do not have a good defense. They yes, gave up they 31 do. to Buff. They gave up 31 to Buff. I was always Buffalo's always... a different team, Ben. <laughs> okay, okay. I will show you. I was looking because I was thinking about taking the over tonight uh for that Saints game. Because the Saints defense, they're mediocre at best. Oh my gosh. The Saints defense is good. I don't know what you're getting this from. I will say, if you're thinking of taking over, you better hope the Cowboys can hit it by themselves. Oh, oh, the Saints are so good. They allowed 40 points to the Eagles the week before, so they've allowed 31. So 40. everybody else. I don't, like, I don't get what you're saying. The, they allowed, they allowed taking... the Falcons 27 points when the Patriots shut them out. Um, 23 to the Titans. Again, that's nothing special. That's about average. Oh, okay. I'll give you this. They allowed Seattle, Seattle 10 points. Oh, wait. It was Geno Smith who can't score. We got 10 points. Russell Wilson got zero against Green Bay. That's too good. But the Green Bay is arguably the best team. In fact, Green Bay has a better defense than the Saints. They have a better offense than the Saints. I mean, the Green Bay is better by miles. I mean, Green Bay, they're, they're arguably, you know, it's going to be between coming down between them and Arizona on who's going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Because as of right now, it's Green Bay, Arizona, and then a mile between the third team. Well, let's let's see. Let's try and get through the rest of these. Washington beat the Panthers 27 to 21. That's kind of boring. Texans beat the Titans 22-13. Um, I called that one, I believe. Didn't I? I was on, it was like plus 10 or something. I think we both were on the Texan side on that one. Yeah. For the plus 10. We, I think we joked about the money line, and then we, I was like, should have taken we, the money line. 
Yeah, heck yeah. Um, Niners beat the Jaguars 30 to 10. Um, Dolphins beat the Jets 24-17. Eagles beat the Saints 40-29. Bengals beat the Raiders 32-13. Chiefs beat the Cowboys 19-9. And Cardinals beat the Seahawks 23-13. Chargers beat the Steelers 41-37. That was a wild game. Um, and then the Buccaneers beat the Giants thirty to ten, as we as expected. Um, I mean, it was entirely expected. I was on the Giants side in that game. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. I understand it. Well, I'm just thinking last, like literally, the Giants had a bye, and then they were on Monday Night Football the week the week before their bye, and um, they covered a they in fact they they almost beat the Chiefs and I'm like I think they can do it it's an 11 point spread nope <laughs> um week 12 so this past week on Thanksgiving the Bears beat the Lions 16 to 14 because the Lions will always find a way to lose um oh my gosh did you watch that game I watched uh, I mean it was on and we were having dinner. Okay, um, and I saw well, the end of it. The that last drive by the Lions honestly made me want to pull my hair out. I'm like, that's why you guys aren't winning a game this year. Well, they do. Well, I'm um, at their clock management. They called two timeouts in a row. Oh like, yeah, I remember it was like super bizarre. Yeah, it was like third. It's third and nine. You stop them. They kick a field goal. You have a chance to. You'll have enough time to go down and tie it up. But no, you call two timeouts in a row, and then. Uh, so that's a five-yard penalty. And then you, Andy Dalton picks up the first down, and then you don't let him score. So guess what? Andy Dalton takes a couple of kneel downs, and you kick a field goal. And I'm like, because you use two of your timeouts on the same play. So it's not like you had an extra timeout to, you know, stop the clock. Yeah. yeah um, it, was, it was horrible. That coaching staff needs to be fired. Wow. MCDC, man. Um, look, look I, I think the head coach is okay, but he needs to reevaluate his staff and honestly his decision making because you cannot you cannot expect to be playing primetime Thanksgiving games and make bonehead moves like that. I mean, you're <laughs> if you're the Lions coach, you do kind of expect to be playing primetime Thanksgiving games. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, point taken, point taken. <laughs> but good lord, that's just embarrassing because everyone had you either cut. Well, I mean, I guess they did technically cover. Everyone had you winning that game. Yeah, winning I mean, that game. Yeah, I know. There's been a couple games this year that people go, "I think the Lions will pull this one out," and then they don't even come close, or they yeah. find a way to lose it. Um. The Raiders beat the Cowboys 36-33. I, I fell asleep during this one. Um, but from what I remember, the Raiders were doing pretty well against the Cowboys. Oh, it, it was the Raiders most of the game, and the Cowboys got a couple of uh, drives at the um, end of the game to tie it up, send it into overtime. Every Cowboys fan will complain about the officiating. But if you look at the officiating – I mean, well, it was 26 total penalties. 28. It, it, it was, was 20. You had the stat? 
Yeah, so it's 28 total penalties. Now, it was 14 on both sides. So at least that seems fair um, from, from someone who didn't see the game. But 14 on each side seems fair. It just seems excessive. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. And then the next game, the Saints and Bills, they wouldn't throw a flag to save their lives. Like, I mean – I mean, congratulations to that crew because everyone knows the whole reason you play football games on Thanksgiving is because people want to see what the refs will do. No one wants to really watch the players or anything. They want to see how the refs affect the game. (laughs) Yeah, that was absolutely frustrating. Um, So I was like, every play was a flag. (laughs) Yeah. So I can't imagine Jerry's happy about that. Oh, no. Is Jerry ever happy? No, no, but you know he he wasn't happy about Amari Cooper missing the game for That's not being true. vaccinated, and then uh, then they lose like that. So uh, yeah, go with the Cowboys tonight. Just a little FYI. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Bills thirty-one-six over the Saints. It was never close. I I took the Bills. Um, yep, I did take the Bills in that one. It was uh, it seemed it seemed I obvious felt- they had they had just gotten thumped by the Colts. And I said, this, they bounce back here. Yeah. But here, here's what I'll say. I feel like the Bills didn't dominate that game as well as they should have. Like, I just feel like the Saints continuously gave them opportunities and they would just either get a field goal or take a short field and turn it into a touchdown. I felt like they should have absolutely been a routing like 45 or 56 or something like that. Like, hmm. It, it, it felt like the Saints were completely out of it, and it felt like the Bills were just content with going up and staying there. Yeah, they're like, okay, we're good. It, <laughs> it felt like it could have been a lot worse. Uh, the Bengals beat the Steelers forty-one to ten. Oh my gosh! I don't know what to make with the Bengals, but I do know this: go with the Bengals over the Steelers for now until whenever until the Steelers get a competent quarterback because. The Bengals have the Steelers number right now. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Panthers 33 to 10. Yeah. You know, uh, I got burned two times on Cam Newton, and I think I'm done going with Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Put Phil Walker back in. It was a nice stunt. You sold some tickets. I thought it was PJ Walker. Phil, I think, I think, doesn't the P stand for Philip Walker, or am I just thinking of a completely different guy? Um, I'm going to look it up, but I think you're wrong. <laughs> oh, thanks. I, uh, just saying. <laughs> I mean, there's a nicer way to put that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm looking. I don't want to subscribe to your notifications, Carolina. Can it's hey, you just do a quick Google search. It is PJ Walker stands for Philip uh Philip Walker? So either way is right, but his official like official name is PJ. It's short for something, it stands for Philip Jr. I know, but he prefers to go by PJ. Well, I'm not wrong. I'm not taking the L on this one. <laughs> Look. Look on Google. Google. It says Philip Walker. Uh, 
the Giants beat the Eagles 13 to 7. So the Eagles finally played like we thought they would. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, from the beginning uh, here, here, of the year. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say about this. I was wrong about the Eagles. They are a little bit better than what I thought they were. However, they are as bad as inconsistent as I thought they were. <laughs> I mean, they were just, it was, they, they can look as bad as the Lions, I swear. Why the Lions didn't beat them, in fact, they got routed by them is beyond me, but I don't know. I, maybe the coaching staff either hits or miss on their game plans. Um, the Patriots beat the Titans 36-13. Um, much needed. Much needed. Much needed. Oh, for us. But yeah. Um, the Jaguars lost to the Falcons twenty-one fourteen. Uh, yeah. I, I normally I try watching highlights of all the games, but I didn't even get around to it. Oh yeah, the Texans <laughs> lost to the Jets twenty-one fourteen. So shout out, or uh, and then the Colts lost to the Bucks thirty-eight thirty-one. So shout out to the AFC South for going zero and four this week. Um, well, hey, at least the Colts looked decent. I, I mean, um, arguable. Okay, Let's arguable. Get Let's get into this. All right, this here we game. go. This I knew game. this was coming. This is a game the Colts should have won, just like the Ravens, just like the Rams. And you have Frank Reich, who I don't know what it is. He seems like a nice guy, but I don't know if it's his ego or what. But he thinks that we are a throwing team. And then he does 26 straight throwing plays. Instead of running the ball with Jonathan Taylor because we're up 10 points at halftime. It made absolutely no sense. We only got seven after the half as opposed to their 24. And it's, I just, I can't do it. We had five turnovers, which is stupid. It's, what are we doing out there? Um, well, I mean, that, that's one perspective you can look at it. Yes, the turnovers I thought were absolutely killers. Zach Pascal's fumble. Um, I didn't think... No, well, when, Naheem when, Hines they, was the dagger. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, that one certainly hurt too. What was another? I mean, Car- I knew Wentz threw two picks. One was at the end of the game, desperation throw. So it's like you know you can count it if you want, but I didn't think his one to Pittman was. I don't. Something happened on that play. I'm not entirely sure if I give Wentz 100 percent of the blame on that. I think he under- looked like. I think he just underthrew it. I think he had Pittman if he would have thrown it more. Oh, I thought it was overthrown or no, it was underthrown. And I think, I don't know. I, I, again, that one, I, I don't know. I thought there the might've been a pass. The, fum, the, fu- the Carson Wentz fumble was a killer because we were up 24, 14 driving and then we give them the ball and then they go down and get a touchdown. The interception hurt, but they were pinned deep um, and they still had to go down, but they got, they went down and got a touchdown. Um, the, the, the Naeem Hines, I think, I forget what the score was, but the Naeem Hines punt return where he muffed the punt was the dagger in the game where I said, we can't win this game because they got the ball at like the 15-yard line then 
and there was limited time left. I think it was at that point, 31, 31, I think. Um, and that was when they went down and Fournette got the touchdown to make it so that they wouldn't cover the spread either and just make it an all around bad day for everybody. Um, but I thought, I thought the, the muff punt was, was the, I mean, the other things killed us to let them back in the game. The punt was the thing that lost. It was one too many. I think you're muted. Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Somehow my mic accidentally got muted. Um, I the punt. I'm not. I don't put a hundred percent. Like I don't think. Oh, point blank. That's what lost us the game. Um, I think that was the breaking point. I thought. I thought what lost us the game was all the turnovers. Yeah. Um, but I thought that yeah. was like they got back in the game because of the other turnovers. The, yeah. We lost it because we had that turnover. Like that was the last, yeah. that was the one too many turnovers. Well, I'm not willing to go that far and say, okay, that was the point where I knew we were going to lose this game because I still didn't think that at that point. The Colts stopped him to a field goal on that drive and uh, we went down and scored to tie it back up. Um, and then, uh, the Buccaneers went down and scored to uh, make it make it that one possession game, and then obviously we got that huge kick return that gave me false hope. Um, what is that? Come on, come on! It gave, me false, it gave, me, it gave me false hope because it looked like he was going to just run it back, and then he got tackled, and I said, "Oh, screw it." <laughs> I mean, there, there's both Eeyore coming out again. You know, oh. Well, I know we're relying on a Carson Wentz throw into the end zone. Like that's what I—that's what I know, and I know that means we're done. That does not mean we know we're done. I mean, my gosh, it's not like he needed to throw it sixty yards. Just throw it up for Pittman. I mean, that's all you can do. It's a prayer. It's fifty-fifty. Yeah, it's not fifty-fifty. <laughs> I mean, it's a—that's what they call it. They call it a fifty-fifty ball. They don't know. They call it a hail mary, man. <laughs> they call it a fifty-fifty ball too. Nope, they call it a they call it a hail. No, um, not in that situation. They call it a 50-50 ball when you're during the game and you got one-on-one coverage and you throw it up. They call it a Hail Mary at the end of the game when everybody and their mother knows that you're throwing there. And so it's you against the entire defense. I mean um, they don't happen often. That's why they're called Hail Marys. A 50-50 ball happens about half the time. That is that is completely false. A 50-50 ball is not how frequent it is. A 50-50 ball means either your guy's going to catch it or, or someone else is going to catch it. No, it means you're in man coverage and you throw it up and it's between him and his man and it's a 50-50 ball between him catching it or it being incomplete or the other guy getting it. The the That's, that's three situations. Well, that's what they all have. The, the the Hail Mary is the defense knows that you're throwing to the end zone. You know you're throwing to the end zone. You're throwing it up for the guy. And the 50-50 goes away because it's him and his defender and a safety and a safety and another defender and a yeah, linebacker. Just to let you know, Pittman was not in quadruple coverage, okay? That he's no, they don't do quadruple coverage to start, but they're all down there waiting and they gather wherever the ball goes. 
I mean, I, I saw that last play of the game. It looked like Pittman had a nice shot at catching that ball. Oh, my gosh. You're out of your mind. Uh, Bo's just mad because he is depressy Wessy and called the game before it was really over. I did not call the game before it was over. You called the game out of a freaking fumbled punt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, I knew we were going to lose at that point. But like I don't. Oh my word! You're crazy. Did you watch the Hard Knocks last night? Uh, I no, I did not. So Quentin Nelson, after after they go up thirty-one twenty-four, it shows Quentin Nelson going up to Reich, and he just says, "Hey, can we just call a straight run play? Because we have Jonathan Taylor, and I we need to get him the ball. And that's why they ran the ball that last drive, and that's why we got a touchdown. The only touchdown of the second half." Mm-hmm. It's because a player had to tell Frank Reich to call a freaking run. Yeah. Uh, I Here's where we're actually going to agree with this. Uh, I think we went a little too little far away on the run. Um, and I'll tell you why we went past happy there. And I think it was good for a little bit because Tampa Bay is one of the best run defenses. And we were trying to run the ball at the beginning of the game. And there was absolutely nothing we could do because they were stacking the box. And so after a little bit of throwing the ball, um, Carson Wentz was doing really well. And so I think that's when you can start going back to a more balanced game. And I think we just fell in love with throwing the ball. Um, I think it's about, you know, it's about as much as Carson Wentz looking at the defense. You go, you know, you can kind of tell whether are they stacking the box or are they um, or are they playing coverage? If they're playing coverage, no one can stop our run. So I think that's both on Wentz and Reich to kind of do a better job of reading the defenses and knowing when to run, but also know when to pass. I don't think we need to be a team that runs the ball 40 times a game, but I also don't think we need to be a team that needs to throw the ball. We certainly don't need to be a team where Carson Wentz throws the ball 47 times. Carson Wentz didn't have a bad game. I don't know what why everyone's just ripping on him. What, what do you Carson Wentz didn't have a bad game? He turned it over twice. Okay, oh, we're really going to count that interception at la- like last. Well, we had a fumble and an interception. When he threw it the fumble was not even his fault. It's his job to hold on to the ball and protect the ball. He was in a throwing motion. The ball was like in throwing motion, and he got his hand slapped. Okay, you have a defense alignment slap your hand when the ball is out. And I'm uh, not saying open. I'm not saying that that's his fault. I'm saying it's his job. It, well, I do not. I'm not going to criticize Carson Wentz on a sack fumble like that. That is no Carson Wentz had a good game. He had three touchdowns and in my book, one interception. Like, I, I don't know you what more, he, you know, it's, you know, yeah. It's like the Jordan argument. If you take away the times Jordan lost, he never lost. Well, if you take away, you know, LeBron's losses, you know, I guess, I guess he's four and oh in the title too. Like what? Anyway, can, leave NBA out of this. Like Carson Wentz. I don't know what you want from Carson Wentz. Do you want four touchdowns and zero picks and zero fumbles? Like, yeah, that'd be nice. That would be great. That would be wonderful. Peyton Manning didn't do that. Andrew Luck didn't do that. Like, I mean, I'm sure they had games when they did do that, but they also had, it'd be nice if it just happened occasionally. I I was every week I get turnovers. (laughs) 
I, I mean, you want to look up at his uh, Carson Wentz. I don't get the whole hate about him. Are you still on the uh, fence on whether we should bench him for our draft pick? Because yeah, me, I was getting ready to bring that up. That was one of my topics to come into today. Oh my gosh! And had they beaten Tampa, would you still be singing that same song? No. Okay. See. Uh, but circum- circumstances change. Circumstances. Because we were talking about this, and I said if they can split one of these games, you know, what would you say? What would you say? They split the Bills and Bucks. You know, two of the toughest games on the schedule. Ben, we went into the, we went into the three weeks ago, four weeks ago, something like that. We went in, and I said they got to beat. Who did we have? We had the Jaguars. We had someone else easy. Jaguars, Jets. We had the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Bills. And I said, Ben, if we are five and six, we need to bench him. Well, we were six and five after that because we beat the Bills. So I was like, keep playing him. Then now we're six and six. We've got five games left. We've got a fairly tough five games left. Um, because we lost to the Bucks, we're still three games back on Tennessee. The um, Tennessee has a pretty easy schedule coming up. I know they haven't been playing well, but so here's our here's the two schedules. We get the Texans. We should win. Mm-hmm. The Titans are on a bye this week. Then we're on a bye, and the Titans get the Jaguars. And we're at Houston. They're at home against the Jaguars. So those are two like. After the next two weeks of the bye and everything, should still be three games back, which then we have four games to try and get three games back recovered. We get. Let me remind you, we do not get. Let me remind you, we do not need a division title. Hold on. We get the Patriots at home, which I think we could win. Uh no, I I would consider that as a loss. The Patriots are the best team in the AFC right now. Oh, fine, helps my argument. Uh, the Titans go to Pittsburgh, which they should win. Yeah, I would agree with that. So then it's over. Not winning the division. Then we go to Arizona, which we'll probably lose. I mean, any yeah. given Sunday, we'll give it any given Sunday. Well, okay. Now let's be optimistic. Um, and then we go to then we have the Raiders at home, which the Raiders aren't a schlub right now. Raiders are dead. Okay, let's just establish. Okay, this. Ben Raiders told me dead. the Raiders were dead last week, and then they beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys had Ceedee Lamb out. Ezekiel Elliott stopped learning how to run the ball, uh, and Amari Cooper was out. And then we go to Jacksonville, and we almost lost to them at home. So, okay, but those last two ones are win. I'm just saying this wild card spot that that seven seed wild card spot wide open. Chargers, they're not playing well. Let's see, Pittsburgh's not playing well. Well, Chargers play well half the time. Okay, well. Let's see. Well, Brian, here's here's who we're with. We are six and six. We still got to buy. How many times does the Chargers still need to play the Chiefs? Just hold on. So as of one. right now, we are six and six with still needing the buy. 
Bengals are seven and four, so we're behind them. You got the Chargers at six and five, Raiders six and five, Broncos six and five. So they're all tied with us currently, assuming that they have a loss like here in the next two weeks. Uh, and then the Bills are seven and four. Uh, so we have the Bills and Bengals ahead of us. And so then we're tied for the seven seed with the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos. We'll play the Raiders. Oh, and the Browns. We're tied with the Browns, and we're and the Steelers are ahead of us. So we're out of the playoffs right now. The Steelers are ahead of us. We're tied with the Browns, the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers. Okay, uh, you can uh, get rid of the Browns and you get rid of the Steelers, and uh, it'll be a race with the Chargers and Broncos. But we play the Raiders. We might lose the Raiders. We're not going to lose to the Raiders. Ben, we might lose to the Raiders. No, the Raiders aren't terrible. They're not terrible, but we're a much better team. You think until this, we this lose man, stupid man games. Thinks, this man thinks, oh, we lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We might as well just say we lose to the uh, Detroit Lions. Like I'm not saying we lose to the Tampa. I'm saying we almost lost to Jacksonville. Um, we lost rival. Jacksonville always plays. We lost class. to the Seahawks. We lost to the Rams. Seahawks, when Russell Wilson had 10 fingers that he could throw the football with. We lost the Ravens, who look pretty bad right now. Okay, let's just let's just you know imagine this: the Colts have gotten better as the season has progressed. I know it blows everyone's mind, but that kind of thing can happen, especially when your quarterback didn't join or wasn't able to be with the team until the like a week before the season started. So this week, let me find. Let me find. Um... Where are they at? Let's see. The Raiders play Washington this week. They'll probably win. Uh, no. Washington has won three in a row, and that includes beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, that that's probably as 50-50 of a game as you can get. The uh, the Broncos play the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. I'd give it to the Chiefs. They'll be a close one. I think the Charger the Chargers play the Bengals in Cincinnati. Again, that'll be a close one. Um, and, and that one that that game doesn't really hurt us because the Bengals lose. I mean, we gain a game on the Bengals. But we play the Texans, so we should should win again. We quit saying we almost lost to Jacksonville. Like I'm nothing is guaranteed any given Sunday, Ben. Why is any given Sunday only? to the Colts here in your theory. You never think, oh, well, the Texans could win because, any given Sunday. Well, because I say any given Sunday because it's because mostly it's just kind of a reach of getting a win. I get it, but I'm saying, okay, we can we might be able to win every, any given Sunday. But you say any given Sunday, like, my gosh, these Colts. I mean, I, I, we could play the Lions, and I'm not sure we'd win. Well, see, here's the thing. Is Carson, Wentz gonna throw, is, is Carson Wentz going to throw three touchdowns or are you going to throw three picks? I don't know. How many games has Carson Wentz thrown three picks this year? That's right, none. How many games have we lost because of his turnovers? I don't know, three maybe? I don't know. Okay, okay. I, well, I guess I shouldn't do picks. He has three turnovers because he has a lot of fumbles. I'll give him that. 
He doesn't have that fumble last week was not on him. I'm not saying the fumble last Sorry week was on him. That everyone have- talked about how oh Carson Wentz only has five interceptions, and it's like, well, Carson Wentz also has six fumbles. So he does not have six fumbles. I don't know where you're getting that stat from either. The let's see, the Chargers play the Giants. They'll probably win. Um, yeah, it's at well, it's at home, but you know, Chargers. Um, the I'm trying to find. The Raiders will play the Chiefs, and the Broncos get the Lions. So Broncos are probably going to win that week, and uh, we're on. That's the week we're on by. Um. Oh, I forgot to get the. Let's see. Maybe they're on by this week. The Browns get the Ravens when we're on a bye. So that could be close. They had a pretty ugly game this last time. Browns get Ravens on. I don't even know. I don't really know. I, I, I'd say Ravens get that game. I don't think Lamar Jackson's throwing four picks again. Chargers, Chiefs um, in LA on Thursday night football. And that game we- could go either way. Then we, we get the Patriots. Raiders get the Browns. So I guess one of them will lose, but one of them is going to win. Um, Probably, I'll give you the Raiders there. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can find um, I wonder if ESPN has their playoff machine. Bengals, Broncos. Wait, who was it? Eagles, Broncos? Bengals, Broncos. Bengals, Broncos. Again, that one, it doesn't hurt either way. Um, well, it doesn't really help either way either. Um, the, <laughs> the, uh, Again, you little pessimistic. Ugh. Uh, the Browns get the Packers, so I'll give you a loss there. The Chargers play the Texans, so Chargers probably win that one. The... Oh, who else are we with? All right, so the Raiders and the Broncos play each other. So one of them wins, one of them loses. Uh, You got the Chargers play the Broncos. So one of them wins, one of them loses. Um, The Browns will get the Steelers. The... Who else are we with? And then Browns and Bengals. The Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos. So what what were you going to say? I'm pulling up ESPN's playoff machine so I can do all these matchups here. Who would you have winning between the Bills and the Buccaneers? Depends how Josh Allen feels that day. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm just going to <laughs> I mean, give Buccaneers home field advantage. I'll tell you what my favorite bet this week is. I'll give you oh, a little preview of the preview. What's that? Bills over Patriots, minus three. 
Uh, bold. Bold. That's not bold. That, that is very bold. I feel like the Patriots, very, I, Patriots are going to end up with the number one seed. I hope you realize that, right? I think that's a very easy bet, Ben. I think Bills minus three is a very easy bet. I think the Bills might – I might take an alternate spread of six and a half. Like, that won't even – you know, you know, I, I remember uh, hearing this, Um, what was it, two or three weeks ago? Oh, the Browns, guarantee. Browns money line, man, guarantee. Oh. Like I, well, I'll tell you, my favorite, favorite bet is the current PMI super, super boost for tonight, which is Dallas minus two and a half boosted to plus 100. That is good. I, I honestly don't disagree with the Cowboys at minus six and a half. That's what I last saw it at. Yeah, I don't. I, I might. Kamara's <laughs> out. I would be willing to do. Oh, Kamara's out too. I just did it based on Taysom Hill's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The yeah. I I uh um this would be a game to take that alternate line and do like Dallas minus twenty or something. <laughs> I think they're gonna rail the Saints. Yeah, I, I was thinking about the over. Then part of me was like, okay, well, how many points are the Saints going to score? That's what I said. If you take the over, you got to hope that the Cowboys hit it by themselves. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't want to hate on the Saints' offense too bad because, like, Mark Taysom Andrew, Hill, I'm fading Taysom Hill the whole time. <laughs> All right, no Camara, uh, no Th- no Thomas. All right, um, I'm still putting in some of these ESPN. It's tough because I actually have to do these AFC teams that don't matter because if it goes down to a strength of schedule tiebreaker. Mm. All right, so I'm in week 16 now. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me give you some of the games that happen in uh, – we were just about done with week 12. Broncos beat the Chargers 28-13. Niners beat Vikings 34-26. Ravens beat Browns 16 to 10 in what may have been the worst Sunday night football game of all time. The Packers beat the Rams 36 28, and that game was not as close as that would suggest. And the Washington football team beat the Seahawks 17 to 15. Again, Washington completely and utterly dominated that. That game was not that close. All right. Hey, who do you got at home? Raiders, Broncos. Who do I have at home? Or no, who do you have winning this game? Raiders are at home. It's a week 16 matchup. I know. Um, I would go. I would, I would go Raiders just for the at home. Okay. Uh, Bengals at home against Baltimore. Probably Bengals. All right. Uh, moving into week 17. Um, let's go with Bills over the Falcons. Bengals and Chiefs. Home team Bengals. Oh. I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought I went muted for for a second. I'm like, oh dear. Um. Oh, here's the matchup: Steelers at home against the Browns. 
I'd take the Browns. Um, and I'd take the I'd take the Bengals. All right. Rams and uh Ra- Ravens. Where at? Uh Baltimore. Rams. All right, Chargers, Broncos. Chargers at home, if it matters. Who won the first game? Uh, shoot, I don't know. Didn't they just play? I think the uh, the Broncos beat the Chargers. Then I'd take the Chargers. I would take whoever lost the first matchup. All right. Uh All right, and then last week, okay, so let's go Ravens. Uh, Browns, Bengals, probably Bengals, right? Um, I don't know. The Browns killed them. Browns are at home, too. Yeah, they killed them in Cincinnati. Um, I would take the Browns. Still have a little bit of faith on the Browns. Well, they th- it was such a dominant. It makes me think they might have Cincinnati's number because it was not close. That's fair. It might. I think it just might be a bad matchup for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders Chargers at right at, at Vegas Chargers. Chargers going for the sweep here. Uh, Broncos, Chiefs. Chiefs. All right. I think that does it. So, essentially, from what I'm seeing here, I have the Colts losing to both the Patriots and the Cardinals and winning out. And let's see. Let's see if they were to get just one win. Okay. So the objective is you got you to gotta win at least one game between the Cardinals and the Patriots. You got to pick one and win it if you want a shot. But otherwise, we don't miss the – we don't make it. Well, I mean, there's a, I mean, there's what six weeks out. There's a hundred different scenarios we could have done, um, yeah. but I just went by either favorites or obvious choices or what you picked. Yeah. So the Colts are very much alive. The- <laughs> in our, in so, our uh, wait, so you our- just said wait, so the Colts in our scenario have to go four and one the rest of the way. Yeah. I wouldn't call that very much alive. What was the winning – we started off 0-3, and, and then we went what? Then we won three and lost one. And I, we were coming off of three straight going to bu- bu- uh, the Buccaneers. So we were 5-1 and one going into the Buccaneers. So we, were, so we won two, lost one, won three, lost one, and we got to lose four, win four, lose one? Yeah, which we've already done five, lose one.
I don't know, Ben. Right. Look, I don't, I don't think it's worth the risk of benching Carson Wentz. You know, with the origins of this argument, do you bench Carson Wentz? I still say no. I say yes. Oh my bench goodness. him and get your good draft pick and try it again next year. Uh, disagree, but we can argue this until daylight's gone. Um. So, previewing this week. Uh, by the way, you can get the Cowboys to win by two touchdowns at plus 200 currently, uh, to win by 17 at plus 280, and to win by 21 at plus 430. Um, I'm just going to stick with the six. <laughs> uh, the, let's see, I got to back out of this. <laughs> what was that? Oh. All right. Uh, what you looking at right now? So I brought up this week's spreads. So we already talked about that one tonight. So Vikings, Lions, Vikings at Lions, minus seven. I hate these games. I really hate them. Uh, I think Vikings are feeling a little bit of pressure and desperation mode. They need to perform well because uh, they're still very much alive in their playoff chase. I think they need to go in there and get a very convincing win. So give me the Lions. Or no, not the Lions, the Vikings. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I swear I have some sort of dyslexia or something like that. Um, well, since you took the Vikings, I'll take the Lions. Not to win, just to cover. Um, <laughs> Always got to oppose me. The Cardinals at Chicago, minus seven and a half. Cardinals at Chicago. It, it's got to be the Cardinals, right? Yeah, that's what I think. But they give the key hook to the Bears. Um, Bucks at Falcons, minus 11. What's the over under? <laughs> 50 and a half. Can I stay away from this game? Sure. All right. I'm staying away from this game. This is that's an ugly line. Colts at Texans minus Boy, are, are you not picking that game either? No. Uh, <laughs> Colts at Texans minus 10. It was eight and a half. A lot of money coming in on the Colts. I, I mean, I would have loved them at an eight. You're, I mean, gamblers yeah, were eight right. Eight and a half, I was taking on that. Ten, that's a big number. Yeah. But I still think I'd take them. I, th- I think I'd take them too. What'd they do to the Texans last time? They routed them, didn't they? Yeah, they routed them. Jonathan yeah, Taylor yeah. routed them. I would them. expect more of the same. Yeah. But Tyrod Taylor's back. Yeah, he hasn't been great. Um, the Eagles yeah, I, at the Jets. 
Minus seven. Zach Wilson still starting? I don't know. I think he is. And if he still is, Eagles all the way. Ooh. Zach Wilson's a bust. The Jets just don't want to admit it. I think I think you gotta go Eagles. Um Chargers at Bengals. Bengals minus three. Chargers at Bengals. Uh, let's go with the Bengals. Um, no particular reason. Let's see. I'm going to go with the Chargers because they played poorly last week, so that means they're going to play well this week. I mean, I don't know where you're getting your info on that, but... <laughs> That's been the whole season. The whole season. They play bad one week, they play good the next. Well, I'll have to do more research on that. I'll wait and see what Hammerdown says about that game. Giants-Dolphins. Dolphins minus four and a half at Miami. That's that's a big number for Miami. It is a big number for Miami. I got to go Giants. But it's also a big number for the Giants. (laughs) I'm going Giants. Although I will say, I'm not very confident on that pick because I feel I'll, like Tua has been Miami. getting better. I'll take Miami. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to make any guarantees on that. I think Tua has been playing better. So Washington at Raiders. Raiders minus two and a half. I'm riding the hot hand. I'm, I'm riding Washington. I said it earlier in the show. Washington's been playing pretty good. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I think their defense is actually starting to step it up, even despite the loss of a uh, um, Chase Young. So give me the Raiders. Yeah. Of course. Just to spite me and hope the Colts wake up and bench Carson Wentz. <laughs> the well, if they if they wait till after this week, it's too late. Well, good. Because he's got to miss don't. he's got to miss four and a half games. So they can decide at halftime of this week. <laughs> um the Ravens at the Steelers. That's what should happen. What if we just get up so far ahead of the Texans that at half we bench Carson Wentz and then we see where we're at at the end of the week? Because <laughs> then we can just decide to get rid of him the rest of the season or play him. Um, the Ravens at Steelers. Ravens minus four and a half. Ah, uh, shoot. I'm not confident. Like, I'm not, I, I, I feel like it should be Baltimore, but Baltimore this, just hasn't been playing well. This one, let me see the injury report for the Steelers, and but I'm going to take the Steelers. I'm, I'm, again, these lines kind of suck this week because they're hard. Uh, I see what you did there. Um, I did not intentionally mean to do that. <laughs> Completely unintentional. The, You've never made a, a pun unintentionally, Ben. We all know that. I never make a sexual joke in that intention. <laughs> oh, Jaguars at Rams. Jaguars at Rams. Um, Minus 13. I 
I don't know who the Rams are. Okay, so the let's think back here. The Rams have lost to the Niners, the Packers, and the Titans. Three teams, two of them practically playoff bound, and one of them that well, has the started stink. hitting their sh- what? Well, Titans stink though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but playoff team nonetheless. 49ers, we thought they were bad, but it seems like they're hitting their stride now. 13 is just too much. But the, uh, you know what? Give me the Rams. I think I, I think this is the game they need. They need a sucky team to beat on just to gain some confidence. I see what you did there. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> the, give me the Rams. Because they have had three bad weeks, and there's nothing that a and I think they're a good team. They're a good roster. There is nothing that a good team with a good roster that has lost three straight games very poorly needs more than the Urban Meyer Jacksonville Jaguars at home to bounce back again with. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So now, what would I, this line be if the Rams were rolling? <laughs> I mean, it, it, I could probably see it at seventeen. <laughs> uh, Niners at Seahawks. Niners minus three and a half. You got to give me the Niners, right? Got to give me the Niners. I don't trust the Seahawks to even move the ball. I'm like Colt McCoy went into Seattle and drove the ball all over Seattle. I mean, I mean, I, I watched the game the other night. Russell Wilson can't get first downs. <laughs> All right. I, I, I wish I would have watched that Monday night game, but. The Broncos I, at the Chiefs Sunday night football. Chiefs minus nine and a half. Oh, that's a lot. Give me the Broncos. See, I'm going to stay away from this one because it is a lot, but I can't in good conscience bet against the Chiefs knowing what they could be capable of. Here's what I've been hearing. I think I think Teddy Bridgewater is questionable for this game. And I think that's why the line is so high. Oh, so it depends on if Teddy plays. Yeah. Um. Uh... All right, Teddy Bridgewater deals with leg injury with Kansas City Chiefs coming up in week 13. Uh, according to Fan Nation, nowhere near 100%. Uh, so I, I think it's still questionable. Okay. Uh, and then Patriots at Bills. Bills minus two and a half. And give me the Bills every day and four times on Monday. I'm sorry. I think the Patriots are rolling. I think they're the best team in the AFC, best defensive team. Uh, they take care of the ball. They do all the things that I wish the Colts could do, uh, except they're just not as talented offensively as the Colts. Uh, yeah, give me the Patriots. Give me the Bills. That is such a – oh, my goodness. That line has moved in the in the Bills' favor. 
or I guess the Patriots favor. I don't know how you ever want to look for it. If you're betting with the bills, it's moved in your favor. Um, and I just, wow. Well, it's because you wake up and you see that the Patriots are winning the division and are currently the number two seed in the playoffs. No, I see that, but I think they will get destroyed by the Bills. I don't. I mean, look, I get it. Patriots. Let me let me give you the Patriots. Hold on here. Let me let me read something to you. So last week the Patriots beat the Titans in New England. Okay. The previous week. They beat the Falcons in Atlanta. Okay. The previous week, let's see where they are. They beat the Browns in New England. The previous week, they beat the Panthers in Carolina. The previous week, they beat the Chargers. The previous week, Waiting on to load. They beat the Jets. The previous week, they lost to the Cowboys. The previous week, where'd they go? It might have been their bye. I think it was their bye. Um, the previous week, they lost to the Bucks. The previous week, where'd they go? They lost to the Saints. So here's my point, Ben. Patriots have a very easy schedule, and they've beaten up on some bad teams here lately, and they are due for a loss, and they've been losing to the good ones. So the Bills are going to kill them. I don't know if they're going to kill them. I will say here in that schedule kind of gives me a little bit of confidence that this could be a game the Bills win. I was thinking the Patriots have a chance of routing the Bills because the Bills, they can be a little bit careless with the ball, as I'd say. Uh, you know, you ruffle up Josh Allen. You know, he can't really do much. He throws a lot of interceptions. And the Patriots, they get a lot of interceptions. Uh, and the Patriots run the ball well. What did the Colts do to beat the Bills? They ran the ball extremely well. Ugh. It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> I, I I don't know what to say. Uh, I, I'd still take the Patriots because I think the Patriots are ready because they played teams like the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, and those were one position games. And I feel like they've gotten better since then. So give me the Patriots. So I said I might have to sneak in some NBA here. All I'm going to sneak in. Um, something about LeBron James, I know. <laughs> well, here's okay, but here's the thing. I'll, I'll <laughs> sneak in a couple of things here. So one, uh, LeBron got suspended one game against New York uh, for his altercation with Isaiah Stewart, who was suspended two games. It's the first time LeBron's been suspended. Uh, the Nuggets are hurt, hurt, hurt. I think they just got Jokic back, but Michael Porter Jr. is done for the rest of the season. They're still waiting to get Jamal Murray back. They are hurt really bad. Um, the Heat and the Bulls have to forfeit their next available second-round picks 
over a probe into the early contact with free agents when they uh, um, heat and the Bulls. I think it was the heat when they had acquired Lowry and the Bulls when they acquired Lonzo. Um, Bam Adebayo will be out with a right thumb. Fun fact, Trey Young received a vote uh, to be the New York City's mayor. Um, some big college football news. Michigan beat Ohio State. That's the first time in the Harbaugh era. They are now 1-5. and five. It was a big, big win uh, that happened, I believe, over Thanksgiving weekend because I was out of Thanksgiving when we were watching it. Um, Lincoln Riley announced that he is going to USC. Listen to this contract. He gets $110 million. USC is purchasing both of his homes that he currently has in Oklahoma for $500,000 over the asking price, so it's a million-dollar bonus, essentially. They're buying him a $6 million home uh, near the campus, and then he has 24-7 unlimited use of a private jet from USC. Um, the And Brian Kelly uh, is going to LSU from Notre Dame, nine years, $95 million. Um, the offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, says he plans to stay, and the defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, is the leading candidate to become uh, the head coach. Um, I think there was – there's been more ado about Brian Kelly leaving because Notre Dame is in a position where they could be in a playoff, but now he's leaving midseason. Um, I guess I didn't realize this was even a thing, but I guess in college football they have like an early period where teams can get coaches for recruiting purposes. And so essentially these coaches bail on the teams that they're with midway through the year um, and go to other jobs. So and, yeah. and, and it said that he had – uh, he came in for two minutes to talk to the team to tell him that he was leaving. Yeah, uh, th- that needs to change in the um, NCAA like pronto. It cha- it needs to change just as bad as the uh, um, targeting rule needs to change. Uh, you- coaches need. I'm oh, sorry. What? Oh, I was gonna say, coaches need to at least be able to complete a season before they sign on with a new team. Like obviously you can I like that too. Did you hear what Cowherd thought though? Yeah, and I I believe it or not, but I did not agree with it. Um, okay. I was just double checking because he had Nick on, and I thought Nick made a great point about like okay. Well if- Nick said finish out your contract, and I, I wasn't a hundred percent on board with that, but I do agree you gotta at least finish out the season unless you're fired. Yeah. Well, I just thought he brought up a good point in regards to, okay, so if a player says he doesn't want to play a bowl game because he's ready for the NFL and doesn't want to get hurt, that's no big deal because the coaches can leave and not do a bowl game and just bail on the players that they recruited to come to that school. I mean, players do it and coaches do it. Um, Yeah, but I'm saying people would have a problem with players doing it. Like if, if, if this is the rule for coaches, there shouldn't be any different rule for a player. And I, I remember hearing Colin Coward's uh, rebuttal to that, basically saying coaches do have seniority, which I do agree to an extent. Coaches do have a seniority in that regard. I just don't like you leaving midseason. I don't like players. Uh, okay, I don't like I don't like any of it either. I'm just saying, yeah. what are we doing? I don't mind if a player skips the PlayStation Bowl to go to the NFL or the uh, Chick Fil A Bowl to do that. Now, if they, you know, skip the Rose Bowl, okay, I'm going to have a problem with that. Because, frankly, I think college has way too many bowl games. That's true. Um, So, it's like, no, I'm going to the NFL. I don't need to be playing your stinking PlayStation Bowl Mm. or the Beef and Brady Bowl or 
Goodness gracious. They're also in Major League Baseball, an announcement came out. They have locked out their players certifying the first work stoppage in more than a quarter century. I don't even know what that means. It's the MLB's in a lockout right now, similar to what the NBA's been in, the NFL's been in. I I feel like this is just this just recently happened, you know, during you know the whole COVID pandemic situation. What do you mean? Well, it felt like, you know, remember when they were trying to get a MLB season uh, in the works during the pandemic? You know, like a no fans, shortened, like 52-game season type thing? Well, that was a separate thing where they had to negotiate with the players of how they were going to do the season. This is like – I, like, I know, I know. It just feels – it, it just feels exhausting because you have to deal with it again. I feel like – the NFL has might have a potential lockout coming up because I feel like it was a 10 year contract, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I think it was 10 years from 2011. So here's my big thing that I was going to bring in the NBA because, uh, and this is more just for me to have an outlet to get it out. Cause I haven't been able to, um, I went to Thanksgiving and my, my uncle, who I, I like him, you know, great guy, but he says something so idiotic to me. He says, uh, I tell you what, looking at what Steph Curry's doing, it's only it only validates, you know, me thinking that LeBron's not the best player ever, which implies that he would say that Steph is better than LeBron, which I believe only hurts it. He's also a Jordan's better than LeBron person, but – it only hurts his argument for Jordan because basically if you're going to say Steph's better than LeBron, the only thing you're saying that you care about is long range shooting. Because here's the list of things that Steph is better at than LeBron. It is three pointers, mid range, and he probably has better handles outside of that. Like LeBron First of all, Steph is a bad defender, let alone a better defender than LeBron. Like, LeBron is one of the best defenders we've seen, positions one through five. LeBron's a better finisher than Steph. He's a better rebounder than Steph. He's a better passer than Steph. Every, everything, like, Steph has been great for six years. LeBron's in year 19, which, granted, Steph is 34, which would, I think, be a knock against him that he's only been great for six years. Granted that uh, he was in the league for at least six or seven um, beforehand. And it's just, it just boggled my mind. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, the Warriors are 18 and three. Who's on their team? And I was like, well, you got Wiggins and pool and Draymond. And he's like, well, are any of those guys, Anthony Davis. And I'm like, you know, historically, LeBron's been on also good regular season teams. He's missed a lot of this year uh, due to injury, and now he's out for COVID, and he, he got suspended for a game. Um, but the – the like, I don't understand – I just don't understand the argument. I Basically, I told him, I said, call me when Steph makes the finals because LeBron made the – like, LeBron's made two finals with really bad teams. Um, but he's like, yeah, LeBron's just always looking for someone else to join him. I was like, well, show me Jordan without Pippen. 
oh wait we did it was the 80s and jordan lost everything and he goes well you didn't call up pippen and say da 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 they drafted him i'm like so that's just the i guess i guess the issue he has is that he would rather um LeBron have stayed in Cleveland with bad teams because the management was terrible as opposed to joining other players. Like I, I guess his, he would rather have a GM organize a team than the player, which I, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of difference to me. Well, uh, I mean, that, uh, If he's thinking that way, that's fair. The initial argument that you're bringing up is not fair, but if he's thinking like, oh, the GM needs to put together the team, that's a fair argument. I could see the GM needs to put together the team, but if the GM is incapable of putting together a team, I think it's not – I don't ever – I've never been someone, obviously, but I've never been someone that was like, I don't think LeBron should have left. It's like he was there for seven years, and he never had a number two guy ever come through, um, and he couldn't get free agents to go there. Like what, what, I mean, would it be any different if, um, like when they, when he went to Miami, he tried to get Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch to go to Cleveland and they said, I don't want to go to Cleveland. And so LeBron went to Miami. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like the, the, the GM in Cleveland, LeBron was there for seven years and the best player he ever had next to it. I mean, he had Larry Hughes and Mo Williams and Zodrunas Ogowskis. He like, they never gave him a Pippen. They never gave him a Rodman. They never gave him, they never gave him, you know, I'm like, yeah, but Jerry Krause is in the basketball hall of fame as a GM because he was able to draft Pippen and trade for Rodman. And, you know, I'm just saying if the GM, I I think there's a certain point where if you're LeBron, you say, well, I'm not just going to stay here in Cleveland and lose every year because the GM is unable to get players. I mean, look, I don't I, look, I did not pay attention one lick of call or of NBA until maybe two or three years ago. Like, you know, <laughs> so I have no idea. Uh, you know, my argument against LeBron James is I just don't like his character, in which that's a completely different other story and whatnot. Uh, in terms of Steph Curry being better than LeBron, I think. I like overall probably not um but it's like oh well you got to you got to think of it, only long range matters well it it's kind of taken over no. the nba no long I, range I, get, matter. I get it i'm just saying to suggest that Steph is better than lebron you're saying the only thing that you need to be better than lebron is you need to be able to shoot threes which lebron also does just not like Steph does you know and I'm not – I think Steph Curry is a better player than LeBron right now, if I'm being honest. I wouldn't argue against that. I mean, Steph's playing like an MVP. LeBron's in year 19, and he's – I mean, yeah. you know, everyone ages out of the sport. I mean, year 19 is yeah crazy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I'm just saying – the 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 premise of I'm watching Steph Curry right now it just reassures me that LeBron's not the best player I've ever seen. Like I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm not gonna say 
I, I don't have any kind of argument for or against this. Um, yeah, both of them are really good players. And I think they're so different of players, it's hard to compare them. Yeah, one's much better than the other, but one's really good at one thing than the other one. Um, uh, I disagree with that. Well, I mean. I don't think you can say LeBron James is much better than Steph Curry. When Steph Curry, you know. Historically, watched. LeBron James is much better than Steph Curry. Okay. But, you know, you know, LeBron has a whole career behind him. Steph Curry has a long way to go. Well, that's what we're talking about. No, Steph Curry does not have a long way to go. Steph Curry is 34 years old. He's got a few years left to go in his prime, maybe. I mean, if he keeps going like Chris Paul does, I mean, he can Chris play. Chris Paul's also younger than LeBron. Chris Paul's like 35, 36. How old's LeBron? LeBron's 37. Oh, did not know that. <laughs> I, 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 again, I don't know the ages of these players. All I know is the stereotype of Chris Paul is that he's old. And, and, you know, like people say, yeah, LeBron's old, but like, you know, he doesn't get old man labeled on him. Yeah. Cause he, cause up until this year, he's played like he's the best player in the league. I don't think he's been the best player in the league for he the was, last three or four years. He was 13 months ago when they won the championship. Oh, I mean, Kevin Durant didn't even go to the bubble. I mean, well, he was hurt. Okay, fine. And in Disney, in Disneyland, LeBron James was the best player in the league again. That whole season, he was. He 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 almost won the MVP. Who did win the MVP? Um, I'd have to look it up real quick. I mean, if you ask me, the best player in the bubble that year was uh. I'm not asking you because I know what you're going to say. You don't know what I was going to say. I mean, I'm trying to think of his name right now. Uh, uh, he can shoot threes like anywhere on the court. Portland Trail Blazers guy. Willard? Yes. I was afraid you were going to say TJ Warren. No, 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 no. Giannis got the MVP that year. Oh man, the Heat swept the Bucks in the in that playoff. Yeah, but they don't they don't take the playoffs into account though. Oh, uh, I'm aware. I'm aware. It's just I'm just trying to figure out, you know, because your reg- that's the thing about the NBA. Your regular season means nothing to the postseason. Um, we have breaking news. Antonio Brown is among three players suspended three games for misrepresenting vaccination status. Well, is Aaron Rodgers on that list? I don't know. Well, because, like, I mean, he kind of did the same thing, right? No. Or is it, no, or is it no, because, because he said he was immunized? His, his team and the league both knew that he was unvaccinated. Well, the league didn't do anything about it until they found out he actually had COVID. Uh, I'm not saying... This is this is bizarre. They're saying Rogers misled the media. He didn't lie to the league or the team. Everyone, everyone knew that Rogers was unvaccinated. 
But, but I, far I figure as, the league would have stepped in and said, hey, you're not wearing your mask at the podium, you know, back in week one or two. Well, he said when Pat asked him about it, he said that they had had discussions about it. So he gets exempt and, you know, guys like Carson Wentz don't. I'm just confused, you know. I don't know. So Antonio Brown and who else? Uh, I'm not seeing a list yet. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers backup safety Mike Edwards and free agent wide receiver John Franklin, whom Tampa Bay waived in August. Mm. So essentially, this had no relevance on the Colts game. <laughs> I mean, Antonio Brown didn't play in it. Exactly. So unless that backup safety was one of the ones that made the, you know, game-winning play, you know, it doesn't really matter. Well, I think that's it. Um, if you're listening oh, and you've got an opinion on the NBA, send us an email in the link below, uh, or you can tweet us or, um, get us on Instagram or whatever on social media. All of it's in the link below. You can share the link with your friends, show them what, uh, they can pick where they listen to them at, listen to the podcast at, um, yeah, it's all right there. Ben, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I do not. All righty. Well, then that's going to do it for us this week at run up the score. Hopefully, uh, if I, I don't know if this will be up tonight, but hopefully if you're listening to this, uh, you went heavy on the Cowboys. Um, and we will see you hopefully next week here on run up the score.